Welcome, good evening to the Primo House podcast. This is the podcast about house music, the genre, and news surrounding it. We are house music, music. I'm your host, Roberta, and with me is Miss Cami Garcia. Hello. And of course, our Primo House DJs, Mr. Trey Garcia. Hello. Anthony Garcia. What up? And Dorian Bettis. Hi, guys. And our Primo House mascot, Miss Dottie Longbody. And currently, she is not napping per usual, which her usual uh, napping self. Uh, she is messing with something on the floor. I don't know. She's probably ripping something up a pillow. Who knows? <laughs> Anyways. I cut her claws, so not as much foot feet noises. <laughs> I like the clickety clack. Cute. <laughs> She's like, it's all I have. <laughs> so thank you, everyone, again, for joining us uh, again for another podcast. Our guest today is the cultivator of house music, Sprout's own Rick Lara. Shaking his head. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rick, like angry. for taking the time to join us today. We appreciate your time. Of course. Thanks for the invite. It's always good to be around good friends. Yes. So today we are talking about Sprout. So, um, but first, before we do that, we're going to ask the golden question. What have you been listening to lately? So let's start with our guest, Rick. What have you been listening to? Let's see. Uh, two things I kind of brought to the show today. Um, one is a duo by the name of Kimo Sabi. Uh, it includes Folamore. It's just kind of an all-around great groovy disco um, kind of vibe, a double, e, uh, a double LP um, I kind of scooped up this year that came out last year. It's, it went off the uh, the charts pretty quickly. But Folamo is one of my one of my favorites go to. And another one that I'm kind of been listening to lately is uh, Middle Name Dance Band, kind of little disco f- funk house little um, trio. Check them out. What was that again? Dance Band. Middle Name. Middle Name Dance Band. Oh, right on. Thanks, man. Very nice. And what about you, Anthony? <coughs> I've been listening to a uh, guest mix. I uh, was. Um, Fred Decker, it's on the Darius Kramer's um, Storm Sessions. It's a new mix, so I've been checking that out. Um, I've been picking up a lot of his tracks lately, so I was curious to see what his uh, DJ mix would be like. A uh, little interesting, it wasn't really house. He actually uh, brought a little bit old school. He played a lot of uh, like obscure disco cuts, so uh, it was cool to listen to. It was something different, but uh, that was a great mix. Wonderful. What about you, Trey? Uh... I I bought a, a new record uh, by Garrett David, uh, badass producer. Uh, worked at Gramophone. Yeah, he, he's actually the one that put us on the list for uh, Smart Bar uh, to go see the Derek Carter that he did for Queen. Amazing night. But yeah, he busted out a new LP, so I, I grabbed that. Uh, so this past weekend, we actually um, were watching uh, Disclosure. They w- they had a guest mix for Circle, and that was actually really nice to watch. This bitch, you knew that was going to be my album this week, <laughs> and you took it from me. Oh, was me. it? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Way to go, Doran. I Classic told Doran. you. Hey, stick to Toto, bro. <laughs> oh, Okay. Yeah, so this great '80s rock band. 
so yeah as anthony's trying to justify in the background he's talking about the mix it's, he's talking about the mix yeah nice. uh, i'm talking about the album so yeah i was listening to disclosures um album i guess it's a double album uh called energy and it is what it says it is it's super energetic is that just, the new one mm-hmm, right yeah on. energetic yeah, i've heard a little pieces it sounded pretty good yeah the the title track is super fun and you know, I don't know. The so past couple of years, everything makes me cry. And so there was a lyric sure. in there. It's like, if you put out positivity, you get positivity. And I was like, yeah, that's true. No. <laughs> oh, man. It must be really rough to be married to Anthony. Uh, what are we talking about actually, next? Actually, you know what? Um, since you mentioned that, there was actually um, on their page, they had a contest going on. Or actually, that's currently going. Uh, it was the uh, stems from one of their tracks. Is that correct, Trey? Yeah. And basically, you create your own mix and submit it, and they pick the top five um, best mixes. So, what what they do with it? Uh, I guess they would. Uh, I guess just promote the top five uh, tracks that are produced like, as a re-edit of their track based on all their parts. Is that or assign them to their label or something? I'm sure. I don't know if there's any signing, but I mean, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty badass. I'd maybe add it to some some. Uh, EPs they send out or something. Or maybe you know? even like, because I, I see some Spotify playlists where it's like 20 s- versions of the same song. Right. I didn't even know that's That's cool. called self-promotion. Yeah. Fun fact, though, Jason Scott from San Antonio actually um, loaned all of his parts for one of their songs on a, their, his new album. So that's kind of cool. Oh, what do you mean right. all of his parts? Oh, so he know. had the pieces of, and stems from his tracks and he just gave it to them, let them pick and choose what they wanted. That's amazing. Man. Wow. That's kind of badass. And they used some wow. of it in, in the new record? No, they used Every single piece. Wow. Holy crap. Wow. Not to be like wow. whatever, but didn't you make out with one of the guys in the back You're talking to yeah. Trey, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was, I, was like, I, I thought they were disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> was it before they became like... They just, they just had the accent. Yeah, it was just two good-looking English dudes. <laughs> hey, I'm not even mad about it. Hey, I'm, I'm, I was born in England. Yeah? What are you doing after? Uh, me, you, and Dorian are hanging out. <laughs> oh, nice. Anthony, can you film right. this? Oh, God. <laughs> He's got the perfect grainy camera. Grainy camera. <laughs> Whoa. He couldn't even. Uh-oh. Anthony couldn't even play along. He was like, not down. <laughs> so He's like, He's like no. I'm married. I'm good. I told Anthony he should enter the contest. Yeah, definitely, man. Produce a track. For, oh, uh, for produce a track. Re-edit. Hey. Remix. Anyways, I failed to mention that album has like so many freaking styles in it. It's crazy. It's a great album. Yeah, it was kind of confusing. I yesterday. I'm excited to hear it. Was, it's not my favorite, but I, I mean, it's weird. Huh? Did you see the I saw the. I, that's what I. Is uh, there on the jungle? Do they have like a the kind of African vibe? Yeah, yeah. So like some of them. But it's also got a South American vibe in it. It like, was like seemed like it was all over the place. It's French. It's everything. It's a very like well, global guys, album. Yeah. But, like, it's so weird because the previous Disclosure albums, like, beginning to end, flows really well. That album does not flow well, like, at all. Which Which one? Energy doesn't? No. No, the new one. Like, each track stands on its own. It doesn't flow well. Whereas the old albums, like, flow really well together. I I think when you you get, and I won't believe the top, but when you get to that point, right, where you had such a large amount of success from uh, the first record, and you... They essentially they change the, the fuck genre. They yeah. I mean, and then yeah, at this point, you're like, I want to be able to do all the things I want to do. Like we already have the fan base. Yeah. The, the uh, that's actually a box. really good analogy. Like you have you have your fan Big base. Like, I just fucking do the the real artful stuff that we want to do. Yeah. No. 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 I t- definitely got that vibe. I'm just. It's I also like. It's like Derek Carter. I assumed or, that uh, I could listen to it from the sorry, beginning to end. Oh. Like I did with the previous albums. 
and then I was like, oh, oh. I was jarred. Mm. I wasn't expecting. I didn't want to keep. I was. I skipped through some. Songs, yeah, so that's like, the way to do it. I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I also the days of having uh, the flow of a record. Yeah, go nobody's from doing that anymore. That shit's gone. Man. Oh, but I that's love really, that shit, man. No, no. So <laughs> moving on. Well, what are you listening to, Roberta? So mine is always just all over the damn place because I'm always in my car every day while I'm working. So I get little smith, little like pieces of music. So throughout my day I shazam. So, so Tracy Chapman, actually there was this uh, song I forgot about. Uh, Aretha Franklin jumped to it. Such a good song. Is that the track that Anthony turned you on to last week? No. Oh okay. Um, I brought it up to to you guys before. Uh, what was last it called? Week jump to it it just oh, sounds right super on. healthy um yeah it's a good track that i heard but um i think anthony had mentioned that he has that track where you play it there's a there's a purple disco machine re-edit of that oh, that's yeah. right yes 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 so right on um, that's pretty much it just my typical old stuff uh, georgie porgy toto don't get it twisted dorian <laughs> not that toto <laughs> <laughs> don't get it twisted <laughs> Anyway, so that's all I've been listening to. Well, that's good. That's a good, good list, actually. Good good job, everybody. Well, let's take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. For more information about the podcast and the Primo House DJs, visit primohouse.com. And we're back. Today we've got Rick with us. He is the man responsible for all those sprout parties, vinyl guys, togetherness. Those are fun. Um, So today we want to talk about, ask Rick a bunch of questions about how Sprout came to be, what it plans to do, and what it's doing now. So Sprout, uh, so Sprout, hey, your name's Rick. My name is Sprout now. (laughs) We just want to get, Mr. Sprout. Mr. Sprout. We just want to get all up in you, Rick. We're about to do that. Oh, yeah. Those are good questions. I think um, a lot of people ask me where Sprout kind of came from. Sprout um, was actually um, a uh, kids show on PBS and there was a time in my life where house music and DJing was just everything but as soon as I had a kid it was kind of a lot harder to manage so I kind of took a a step back for a little while to help raise my my daughter and I was going to school at the time and one day I was just sitting it was, was sitting at home and I was holding my daughter and I was just kind of like, man, I got all this stuff here. Why am I not doing anything with it? And this this Sprout program came on, and they had actually a DJ show on on PBS, huh. kind of talking about DJing. And I was like, you know what? If they can talk about it on on KRLRN on PBS, like, why isn't it something that I'm pursuing? You know, it's it just it just um, it, awesome, it, it was t- it was tough. You know, it was tough because I was I thought I was doing something that I felt was you know beneficial to my family of course but I mean and those are things that we have to do but we also have to you know have have some I guess you could say impact on on life and doing the things that we want to do so I was like you know I need to I need to get back in, into doing the things that that were a part of me so that's why I was like I just I throw a party and I uh I hired Jamie Thines um he was a very proficient uh label at the he had a very proficient label at the time called seasons recording seasons limited and i mean it was it was the penultimate of what kind of deep house was at that time frame um that west coast sound i mean a lot of us grew up i think hearing um you know disco and that new york sound but it was just something completely different it had that you know that beach kind of scape sound it just had 
you know, natural elements. He would put a lot of, um, I guess you put on the B side, he'd always have some type of soundscape in there. And I always loved just um, what he was doing with vinyl because he it was like a DJ friendly thing. It was a thing where he was providing ways for DJs to not just mix beats, but to kind of learn about what people are doing. So that's kind of, you know, it was a huge part of, you know, the time frame. So I was like, that was my spark. I was like, I want to do this and not, this is the what way. year was that, right? That was 2005. And you know, I, I've known Rick since probably 11, 12, 2011. Um, and I did not know that's how you started Sprout. That's amazing, man. That's a badass story, actually. Uh, what really inspired me is that you were holding your daughter and you were like completely bored with her. So you're like, I got to start <laughs> Sprout. <laughs> she had thrown up on me at the time frame. And I'm gonna, I'm Claire, I'm actually, um, I'm lying now. right that's, now. That's a, a great, I did not know that, man. That's cool. <laughs> But yeah, I guess a, a little bit. Good. I think um, I think the other question that you were asking is, um, you know, where are we taking Sprout now? Um, God, that's a horrible question to ask with this time frame. <laughs> Deal with it. Oh my God, <laughs> I'm crying every day because we don't have events. But you know, know. You, we're being creative. You know, we're doing. Um, you know, Sprout has kind of taken a little bit of a backseat for live events. We're doing a lot. You know, I'm trying to build the the podcast series. Um, getting people, of course, from from a lot of from local, because that's really what to me Sprout is about is about building our local scene. But you know, of course, everybody wants to hear some some great DJs from around the world, so we do that. Um, but I've taken a step back a little bit on that because of the times, and have had the opportunity to grow um, a digital record label with uh, my buddy uh, Roddy. Really? So we've been doing that lately, and just just signing artists to kind of push a, a different avenue. What's that called, if we can ask? You guys need, I need a vocalist. Yeah. No, that's our calls and puts records. Um, you know, we're we're at record uh, release number thirteen with Demarcus Lewis. Um, we nice. got three more in in the line coming up here before before uh, not too late. In Dude, next 30 that's days. Uh, we actually not to jump, uh, but it's a perfect segue into what one of the questions we had was like, what are you doing to be creative during these times? And I think you just answered it. But outside of that, I think it's really interesting you chose to go digital versus vinyl when you're just like, I mean, when I think of records, I think of you. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that's a, it's always a tough call. Um, we all know, all of us here, kind of how <laughs> expensive it is really yeah. to do things in this world of DJing and, mm -hmm. and whatnot. So taking the step to see if we could do it first digitally, I think was really the challenge. And of course, uh, most people know me as a vinyl dude and um, through and through. I mean, that's what my collection is, is about. So we're going to get there. That's what we want to do next year. But we just wanted to set the pace. Um, we, we were right out of the back, um, out of the bat with uh, Javante um, out of Detroit. Oh, yeah. Which, um, you know, there's a great story to that. And there is. So, um, you know, if anybody wants to know, hit me up. Yeah, it's a good, <laughs> that's a good That was a great night at Sprout. Um, yep, over there, the same thing. Uh, next question? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought y'all were going to tell the story. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah, like, no, now's the time, guys. This is storytelling oh, time. Storytelling <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you my perspective. Do it, that man. Night, That's man. what I, I would love to actually hear your perspective, please. You know, so it was, uh, <laughs> Anthony, do you remember that night? No, there you go. Yeah. Um, we got a microphone. You can yeah, step no up. Yeah, no shit. He's nursing, Dottie. You know, I, I walk in and there's this, uh, you know, kind of unique to one of the things Rick said a while ago was like, you know, I really love local talent. and But one of the things I love about Sprout is that you've turned me on to so many artists that are not from San Antonio that I, I've never known or heard of before. So that's 
pretty amazing, and, and we've always appreciated like what Sprout does. Um, that evening, I show up. Uh, this is a little different scenario, right? I, I heard of him, and I, I know a lot of his music. And I walk in, but I did not expect him to be playing, you know, Keyboard. keyboards and you know keys that night and just rocking it out. Um, so it was a different vibe, right? Because uh, the Ventura has a stage, and then right in front of that was where they set up his keys. And I think he had a synth modulator. Who was playing? Well. He, had, he had three synthesizers that, yeah. that different. Yeah. He yeah. had a works, like, two workstations. No, I mean, uh, Roberta, you loved it. She got down. He was just rocking out. But the highlight for me is, is kind of crazy. Um, Thurman Jackson had opened up for him. Mm-hmm. And I remember... Javante was like, dude, I, I want to hear more of Thurman. So he just gave him some more time and told him to play his records. And I, you know, I had gone outside in the back for a second when I came in. Uh, Thurman was getting down the, the the consistent house way he does, and it, amazing vibe. It was it was just overwhelming to experience that. So, yeah, I think what we wanted to do that night. Um, what was, I think, the best part about that was actually one of the last parties that we we threw, but Javante brought his. He brought a caravan to San Antonio of he people. Did. He brought he brought his lady. Um, he brought some friends. He brought a dancer. He brought a live vocalist. Um, and these people, like, that's Detroit energy. That's, like, oh, yeah. I mean, these are people who have been in the scene, like, that are part of it in so many different ways. And to have them at the end of the night just say, man, what you're doing is, is the right thing. Um, we didn't plan anything. We just we let it happen, and that you know normally Sprout we try to do a lot of a lot of um, a lot of DJs give everybody an opportunity. But that th- this night I just wanted to say, let's just have three guys. Let's just see what happens. I open the night, and and it just worked out perfect. And I, I he got I, down. He got down. Thurman was amazing. Yeah. Thurman was like I think Thurman played a total of like three and a half hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, I had to play B-sides and yeah. the C and D side. Well, and I think what you guys haven't even mentioned yet that Thurman is vinyl only. Yes. So people who don't know him, I always think it's so like, I'm like, this is, it's only vinyl. He's just doing vinyl right now. It's always. so incredible. Yeah, we try to have him on the show. Maybe season two we'll get yes, him on. Yes, definitely. There. I'd love to. Um, so <clears throat> I know that like here within um, Primo, we talk about community building and how to accomplish that. And I always think about you and I'm like, what would Rick do? Rick, what do you do? What is your like philosophy behind community building? Um, my biggest philosophy is I like to tell people that Sprout is you. You know, it's from the get go. Once it started being successful, I think successful to me isn't like three hundred people at a party. Successful to me is meeting a new friend, like introducing myself to somebody who's new that night who comes out seeing why they're there um and that's kind of actually kind of a weird segue is that's how i met roddy and started calls and puts just this guy came up to me one night he was like man i I heard about this i was on reddit and found out you know about a sprout party he's like and he came up and he was like i he wanted to you know continue what this whole vibe is so when to me that is saying that we're doing the right things we're getting the right people involved like trey like anthony like Dorian, like Adam Madrigal, like Leonard Trujillo, like Mike C, like Gabe Garza, like so many people who have helped me throughout this process. I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not Sprout. San Antonio Sprout, basically, what it is. You mm-hmm. know, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I agree. When we talk about the scene, I'm like, I kind of 
it's all we all travel together we're all in the mm-hmm. same places i mean but sprout seems to be the hub for it and then you know nice. kind of spread out from there yeah we have different little pockets all over the city yeah i think i'd be remiss if i didn't you know give you credit for you know one the opportunities to to you know to play with details collective when when we were all younger uh you know letting me be a part of south town vinyl and the launch and all of that and then uh again i mean the major point is Primo House would not be here if it weren't for you, Rick. And I don't know if I've ever really told you that. I'm not, I'm not saying it to like you know, to suck you off. I'm just saying like, <laughs> wow. it it is a fact. It, like it, this is not a this is nothing like that. This is Anthony and I were playing one of your events one night, and uh, September seventh. Yep. Darius Kramer and Big Pack Party. Yes. Yeah. Great show. Those dudes are Those amazing are human beings, yeah. man. And to be able to play on the same card with them, I was I was ecstatic and elated. And, you know, thank you, Rick. But then afterwards, you know, Anthony and I looked at each other and we we're like, dude, I think we can probably throw shows, man. You know, and, um, you know, it's, it's not a competition. It's not a, you know, doing something different. It's just branching out and helping share what you've already started and, and doing our own thing. So mm-hmm. that's honest to God. You know, I think people say things like this, but we mean it. Primo House was born out of Sprout. I appreciate that compliment. I mean, for me, like, I get tired a lot. I mean, there's sometimes I've sat at shows. It's funny you should say. Freaking <laughs> falling asleep at the back of the freaking <laughs> DJ booth. I mean, I, I work a full-time job. I got two kids. Um, I mean, I, I DJ a lot. I, pr- I try to produce a lot. Yeah. So taking a step back and seeing what everybody else is doing because of all these collaborations, it's amazing because it gives me time to do things that I want to do to continue to grow dance music. And that's Aww. that's what I love. I mean, we... we we build each other up, and I, I thank right you guys on. for everything you guys thank have done. Thank you, bro. Well, and every now, now and then, it's nice to go to a party and not host it. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> or, yes. Take, or take uh, naps. I know, I, know, I know that I talk a lot, but I have a really great story. So one time, uh, Rick and I were playing Concrete Jungle. Uh, it was a, a wonderful <laughs> night. And, uh, Screw you, don't tell the story. Uh, no, I got to. So I'm... I'm uh I play and I I think I think like Gabe had played after me and then he's like bro where's Rick I was like I don't know I'll go find him so I run outside Rick's parked right in front because he obviously got there first to unload but he's parked in front and he's passed out in the driver's seat of his car (laughs) no 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 no. I'm like and I'm banging that's the weird part it's like Texas and his car wasn't on and I'm like banging on the windows like all the way up I'm like banging 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 he wakes up and he's like rolls the window down a little bit and he's like what's up I'm like, dude, you're on. You're about to go on. He was like, man, tell somebody else to go for me. <laughs> Fucking, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Throws up the window. Oh That's the thing, though, about hosting parties. My little brothers were trying to talk shit, and they're like, you don't know how to party. I was like, please. Uh. I was like, talk to me when you party for 12 hours, and we'll, we'll talk then. But when you have to set up at 6 p.m., and then sometimes we have to go to the after party, and we're there till three or we four. We always have to go to the after party. We always have to go to the oh, after party. Shucks. Well, but you guys do sometimes play the after parties. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. That's real. Yeah, it's real. It ain't no joke being a DJ, man. We get no love. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we are doing the Lord's work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, for those that don't know, I just feel like, well, I don't feel this way. I don't know if you've ever Googled house music in San Antonio about like, People so don't know who we are and what we are and that the scene even exists. Um, 
can you talk about the togetherness party and like because that is just such an incredible event that like everybody needs to go to i thought you were gonna say google pictures of rick sleeping <laughs> jesus are there that many roberta's <laughs> <laughs> got a blog i'm gonna totally do that <laughs> it's uh Starting my only fans is rick sleeping <laughs> <laughs> that's togetherness <laughs> no i mean i guess um togetherness is i mean it came out of sprout really um it was just I think as we've done events at, at bars, at clubs, at people's houses, over the years I've kind of thought of ways and things that I needed to do to expand upon, you know, ideas so that people aren't getting stale, you know. And what I wanted to do with Togetherness really is bring a three day festival to San Antonio. And we did we did a togetherness for three years in a row. This is the fourth year that, and we weren't able to do it. But it's a once a year event that what we initially did was a full day from twelve o'clock to two o'clock in the morning. We had a DJ every hour, and they were from. We were just basically getting all the DJs from all the different collectives and crews that have kind of done stuff really that have put themselves out there that have invested that are you know doing things and kind of put us all together in one space at la botanica um which is an ultra welcoming place here in san antonio I we do well, yeah, I say, I had a, they did it at hondros last year yeah last year but the first year the first year right. we started off at la botanica but um yeah hondros was where we we ended it um last year Shout out Hondros. Hondros. No, Hondros was no. Hondros is amazing. I mean, ultimately, you know, with us trying to go to a, a two-day event, um, we used Hondros because it had two locations. It had an inside and an outside, and we couldn't do that at La Botanica because the inside um, one, it's really, really hot, and of course, we wanted to kind of do it in the summertime. But you know, Hondros is amazing. The outside patio, inside, great space, great sound, and the last, uh, the last event that we had, I mean. We, not not to say that this is good or bad, but that was the most money we ever made at an mm-hmm. event, and it was right. it was phenomenal. I mean, we did everything right. There are so many people involved, and that's what's great when you can get all these different collectives from all around San Antonio. These people that are trying to host events where they get 100 to 300 people, and you just get everybody to try to do the same thing on the same night, and no competition, and just really do what you're trying to build for the city and make it happen and it does work jesus that's i mean that's when it does i think you know one of the uh common denominators that we kind of miss with hondros and la botanica are they have owners and staff that absolutely truly support house music and what we do maybe they're not house heads but they love us and without their support we don't get those opportunities i mean we call Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, we we call Hondros. You know, we started jokingly, but it's a true story, man. It's it's the home away from home. It's our house away from house because that gives us an opportunity to rock out and play. And the same with you know Rebel and um, over at uh, La Botanica. Michael. Yeah, Michael Ventura. Yeah, Mikey. Mel. Mikey. I mean, yeah, yeah. So just all those people that showed us love and and understand. And it's it's never been about. Um, you know, making the quick buck or changing the genre up. It's about cultivating something, and they recognize that. So I just love them for it. Mm-hmm. Great statement, yeah, because businesses that are taking a chance and they don't make... I'm not they crying, don't have, you're crying. <laughs> well, that's what I love about those little bars here in San Antonio um, is that they let everybody be a weirdo 
go in. You're a weirdo. I mean, I've seen oh, yeah. some weird stuff come out of Hondros. I'm like, what's right? going on over there? <laughs> the owner- Are you talking about Dorian? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about Rick waking up and <laughs> yawning? Like, <laughs> 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 You're a rebuttal. <laughs> you have a minute. Are you going to talk to me? That was CBD too. Can you imagine having Rick having a house, a little flat right between La Botanica and Alejandro's on St. Mary's? Just just wakes up and runs to different spots. But knowing Rick, he'd have a gig at both of them. Like he'd just be like, like they'd be at the same same time, and he'd just be walking back and forth from each other. Guys, I'm playing at a buho across the street. Your song playing on the two different radio stations. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, what do you think? I don't know. What do you want to do when we come back? When everything's Real again, yeah. What do you? What do you? What were your? What are your plans? No, what Roberta just said. Honestly, I feel such a huge need for just dancing. Honestly, that's like a, the best statement ever because I'm tired of kind of throwing events. In some sense, it's, it's taken a lot out of me. So to get that energy back of of just dancing and being with your friends, I mean, that's, Rick and I are really good dancers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think uh, I hear you. I was. I've been we've been talking about it and I'm like when we get back out there guys it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be crazy because everybody's itching to dance again and get out again and move yeah I um the big I think the big thing that um COVID has kind of messed up for me is normally I try to throw a party every year on my birthday and I didn't get to do that this year so there's definitely that in the works that I'm still gonna do for San Antonio I have something something in the works so for your next birthday but there was nope there was a birthday party this year, though, right? Um, there was a there was a dog party, a celebration, dog everybody, celebration. Everybody was there. Huh? Dogs brought. We brought treats for dogs. <laughs> you got the text message? Did you get the text message? Dude, you know you can't text me before nine, bro. <laughs> I think it was seven thirty. Yeah. You <laughs> said my anytime minutes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Rope that. Rope that. Cage me, bro. <laughs> Favorite sprout memories? I brought them here. Aww. I brought three Aww. of my favorite Sprout memories. You brought pictures to a podcast? I brought pictures to a podcast because nice. you guys mean so much to me. <laughs> That's amazing. So yeah. I, I brought the... Give them to Trave to put them up on the blog. I brought it, the Javante flyer. So that yeah. was, um, it had Moon One Love, which was the vocalist that Javante had worked with. Um, of course, uh, Thurman Jackson, who we talked about, who rocked it that night for us. Mm-hmm. And then just myself, who was there as an opener. Um, so we kind of explained that event and why it meant so, so much to us. But I think the best party that I've had the opportunity to throw or be involved with here in San Antonio as Sprout was opening for DJ Heather. Um, we did a free event for my friend's uh, birthday party. Um, Sean McDonald, he had he <coughs> loves DJ Heather, and he shout out Sean. Yeah, he booked he booked DJ Heather and invited us out to kind of um, just open the night for him. And we put out on the internet like, if anybody wants to come to this event, there's limited. You know, like hit me up. And it was so funny because. Like this was a free event, and like Heather can demand like easily like twenty thirty dollars, you know, at the at the door, and she just like she treated us all like family, and there weren't even that many people there. There was probably I want to say like forty fifty people there. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, fortunately Sean invited me that evening. I wasn't able to make it for whatever reason, but but yeah, and, and not to bogart your story. I was there. 
Yeah, I know. Refusing <laughs> to use his microphone. Um, I'm just going to let him be in the background, everybody. I was it. You know, he leaned in. You know, we were we were talking to Heather's people. Uh, that was going to be one of our big events after. Um, yeah, talking to Neca. Yeah, we we were. That was who we were going to bring out. For, you know, after we had our launch in February for Prima House, and then we were going to bring it out towards like I think uh, to kick off kind of the summer for us. Uh, super unfortunate that we didn't get to do that, but uh, but hey, there's still time, and house music will strive. Oh. <laughs> to open up yeah. for us. I mean, it was going to be epic and stupid COVID. I hate you. Oh. Aww. <laughs> See, you and your dog knows how to talk into the mic. So, uh, Rick, what was your third event? You said you brought three? Yeah, the third event was the first opportunity that I actually had to perform um, live. I set up an event at uh, Brick at Blue Star. It's a kind of a place where that hosts, I guess you could say open markets, has you know restaurants. It's kind of a hub in Southtown of San Antonio. But we brought out uh, Nathan Stewart um, to play some vinyl. He's from Austin, Who? Texas. Woo-hoo. Nathan Stewart! No, I'm sorry. Who's that? I don't know her. That's your boyfriend? Who? Uh, Nathan? Nathan Stewart. We don't I freaking know love that. Guy. <laughs> no, he's amazing, amazing producer, um, goofy, a good so friend, goofy. Sentence. I haven't talked to Nathan in a few months, and, and we're really close. My boy, I love that dude. He, he played with Anthony and me for um, the last South by. Yeah. Uh, amazing night. But he sends me a text the other day. It's like Saturday morning. He's like, "What kind of omelet do you like?" <laughs> I hadn't talked to him in four <laughs> months, dude. <laughs> Was he in your house? No. <laughs> was not he even. taking a national survey because he forgot to message us? I don't know oh what it God. was. I halfway, expe- I halfway expected a fucking omelet to show up my door, dude. <laughs> I think he made me sing happy birthday to him when I was in the shower. Yes. Yes. That is true. That is true. Hold on. Uh, hold on real quick. Dorian, I can't. I'm not getting your audio. Where are you? Uh-uh. Nothing. Fuck. Dorian probably had a really long story too. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yeah, there you are. Maybe it's the location. Yeah, I don't. I haven't done anything. Recording? Well, you just did something right now. It's always the same thing. I lifted up the microphone and put it back down. Mm. Do you think because he's all the way out? And no, he's been having internet no. problems today. Okay, what were you gonna say? I don't okay. Know. Keep going. Uh, yeah, this story about Anthony. Yeah, so he was DJing live for his birthday, and he's like, "Venmo me some whatever. I'll take a shot with you." And I'm just like, "Whatever." He's my friend. Gonna, Nathan. Yes. Okay. And so Venmo uh, to him, and he called me. He's like, "Hey, that means I have to take a shot with you." I'm like, "I don't take shots." And he's like, "Okay, with Anthony. Anthony's in the shower. Give him a shot." I take the phone into the shower, and I was like, "Nathan says you have to take a shot with him while you're in the shower." He's like, "Okay." <laughs> nice. So, those are the types of shenanigans we get involved in quite often. Well, Nathan, Nathan will get you in those kind of shenanigans. Oh yeah. So you had a you had a live PA, uh, and then I think uh, Tommy Owen Pierce was there as well. Mm-hmm. You had Nathan Stewart playing records and and Fantastic Dan. Is that right? Yes, Fantastic Dan and Nathan Stewart played some records, and then my mentor, Mister Owner of Southtown Vinyl, Tommy Newman, Ohm, aka Owen Pierce. AKA yeah. Mr. I can do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, he performed with me and he's always a guy that has been a sounding board for me for just kind of not being afraid to be creative. And I've always loved him for that. And I could sit down with him anytime and he helps me with anything that I need. So 
props to Mr. Ompiers. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if we're allowed to even say this, but that dude has essentially become sort of the godfather of house music in San Antonio, dude. Like he has given me records. You like, it's just insane how much he's done for all of us. So. We we need those people like people like you guys doing this show and giving people a, a place to go and learn about it. So you are house music. <laughs> That's the idea. Nice plug. Fucking <laughs> record that. Mark that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to conclude our interview portion. So let's take a quick commercial break. All right. Time for some shameless plugs. Don't forget to make the social media rounds. Follow us on Instagram. Give us a like on Facebook and give us a follow and a listen on SoundCloud. You can find us by searching Primo House with a space. If you want us to plug any of your projects, send us an email at primo.house.satx at gmail.com. Again, that's primo.house. Dot satx at gmail.com and we're back shall we move on to the lightning round yes all right rick are you ready for the lightning round hold on let me stretch yes please don't want you I'm stretching my tongue don't let me want stretch you to my tongue pull anything mm. <laughs> Stretch that time. Oh my god. Dorian, you're on another level. Oh, oh man. <laughs> you're on my way home. Oh. Sounds Hi. like somebody needs to get a <laughs> girlfriend. Doggy bag. Dating app, something. Dude, what? Something bag. <laughs> okay, let's focus. Ready? Question number one. Rick, you're stuck on an island. Pick one album you get to take with you. Easy. Bob Marley Exodus. Huh. What is your favorite curse word? Fuck. If you could collaborate on an album or a single, who would you like to do that with? I would love to collaborate with Fulamore. What is your most commonly used emoji? I would say the winky. Oh. <laughs> what is the worst track ever requested of you while playing out? I was playing a 4th of July event one time, and this lady came up to me, and she asked me to play... Toto. Boom! Nice. Yes. She just said Toto, and I, anything by Toto. I and think. that lady's name was Dorian Pettis. <laughs> His, <laughs> it was Dorian's mother. <laughs> it was Africa hey. specifically. Dorian's mom is a saint. She's a saint. All right. Question number seven. At what point in your life did you realize you have a gift to take a nap anywhere at the drop of a hat? <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> you know, there's a crazy story to that backstory. My mom used to freaking take me in cars to make me fall <laughs> asleep. Best kind of nap. And she, I got to be the, what they call the car baby. So oh. she trained me to sleep anywhere. So I'll sleep anywhere. It doesn't matter. Anytime, any day. And I'm proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, question number nine. What is the craziest dream you've had while sleeping in public? <laughs> that I had an erection uh. and my pants were down. <laughs> and then you woke up and it was real? And I woke up and Dorian. And that's how I met Dorian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're on next. <laughs> uh, we're, so we're usually. Oh, bro, this is the only thing I could do to wake you up. Oh hey, hey, Dorian, I'm going to be really tired tomorrow around noon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, it's the her. most homoerotic show we've ever done. And, and yeah, it's getting it's intense today. <laughs> so no more joking around. Seriously, I need to ask you a very serious question. This is the last one. Yes, ma'am. How many dream catchers do you have? 
<laughs> that is so serious. I just got my first dream catcher. <laughs> and I, that's a funny story. Oh my God. I actually have one. It's in my car right now. I, I was cleaning. My grandmother recently passed away, oh, and I was cleaning out her garage. Why are you gonna fuck us up like that? And dude? she had this dream catcher. It's huge. It's humongous. It's freaking gargantuan. Go look at it in my car right now. But like, is it brown? It's brown and like cream. cream. Could That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's actually really cool, though. I mean, I wonder if your grandma knew you were the nap king, <laughs> and and now that you have it, this dream catcher. It's badass. Dude. I did not tie together dream catcher with the nap. The nap theme. Just, <laughs> thanks for pointing that out. Damn it. Oh, I actually had one more question I forgot. Uh-oh. We are all dying to know, so please answer truthfully. When did you coin the infamous disco nap? <laughs> the infamous disco. Dang it. Okay, I went to go see. I traveled to Dallas one time to go see Sorry. the Inland Knights. Yeah. An amazing duo. Yes. But I freaking fell asleep on no. the dance floor. Oh, my God. There was a staircase like on the dance floor it was at mink and like to the left side of of the dance floor when you're looking from the dj booth i I was there for like i want to say like five hours but yeah i got caught sleeping on the dance floor on this little staircase and from that point forward i mean it's kind of just rolled over i have an add-on for the worst track that's ever been requested of you uh rick was one of our wedding djs and my uh little tiny cousin she's like three years old went up to him and she goes can you play Old Town Road? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Whose kid is this? Get her get out of here. here. <laughs> no request, kid. Roberta, get away from the hey. stage. <laughs> said I could have one request. <laughs> All right, well, we are at the end, but before we go, let's get some plugins. Rick, what you got to plug? I am plugging calls and puts records. Um, that's kind of the, like we, we mentioned earlier the new venture that we're kind of getting the ball rolling on we have um, like I said the 13th release out with Demarcus Lewis we got people like Sweet. JT Donaldson on there we got people like Azit we got people like Jason Scott we got a bunch of other great great people on board um, we I also forgot to mention I'm sorry to interrupt you that this episode oh. is airing October the 14th oh that's sorry. okay yeah no that's fine um, as, far as, sorry. as far as we're going um calls and puts is um you know we we do try to do about uh, one to two releases per month and Dude, congrats um, on that it reminds me of anthony and my label called calls and putts it's uh calls, calls and butts two, two calls call- and butts? <laughs> god where is this going no high five you know they don't high five our producer bro it wasn't in the mic it doesn't count <laughs> we all heard it but, uh, let's see what else as far as for uh, I'm gonna plug we got um, for the Sprout Sessions podcast we got some cool cats coming up we got Dave Mays from Chicago coming up we got Mozzie coming up oh, and trying to work on Diz too so Diz we love you yeah, you dropped something here you dropped a name a <laughs> <laughs> couple names <laughs> and stuff. what are we plugging we have a website, www.primohousemusic.com. Trey and Roberta are putting together these incredible show notes with links um, to all the things and people that we discuss on the podcast. So the tracks that we talk about, the people that we talk about, um, there's information on there. So check them out. I think that's Roberta. I and like them as me. <laughs> <laughs> and we're asking you to subscribe to the podcast, like write meow and tell your friends about us. We are growing the house family. We also have a DJ mixes on SoundCloud. So you could search Primo House on SoundCloud. 
make your make sure to check those out, man. Uh, and of course, find us on the social medias. Do the rounds. And we want to give a big thank you to Mr. Ray Guan. Excited to talk to you, man. So happy to have you. Uh, it's, it's weird but fitting that he was on one of the later shows, right? I mean, like, you're just one of our greatest friends, and, and so it's weird that we had you so late. But it's also fitting because we're about to round out this season and just so happy to be able to sit down and talk with you, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thank you so much. He's giving a peace sign to the microphone. <laughs> And also thank you to our listeners for joining in. We sincerely appreciate the support. Mm -hmm. We are all house music. Bye. 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 Have a beautiful time. <laughs>